Now, for those of you who don't know who Yola Morgano is, he was alive during the second half of the 1700s. I think he was born around 1750 or something like that. And then he lives through a very interesting period in European history. There's loads of stuff going on. But fundamentally, he is quite a poor stonemason. He's not very successful at his chosen craft, but he is a great poet of this time, for certain. Very skilled poet. And he's also an antiquarian uh, and a manuscript collector. Um, and Yolo Morganog essentially is responsible for creating a whole series of forgeries that he bases his own newly created druidic philosophy and religion around. He comes up with, with these crazy forgeries that he claims are coming from an ancient druidic tradition and that he is the sole possessor of this secret druidic knowledge. And he gives birth to what we know of essentially today as neo-druidry. Eh? This is where modern druidry has its, uh, has its root in the work of Yolo Morganog, and most of it is, is made up. Yolo does create or recreate a mythology off the back of a bunch of forgeries, but I think it's a bit more nuanced than that, because he doesn't just create a totally new mythology. He does create a new spiritual philosophy, which is very Christian in many ways. The Christian God is at the top of the pyramid. You know, uh, Awen is essentially an expression of the name of God and blah, blah, blah. It's very Christian in that sense. Uh, it's framed in the notion of, of Anon being a type of hell and, you know, different worlds progressing up into a Gwynvid, which is like a, a paradise heaven type place. And it's very much of its time. But within that, he is drawing on the Welsh Bardic tradition. Yolo Morganog is incorporating these very traditional spiritual concepts such as Awen. He is a practising bard. He is well versed in the mythology of Welsh Bardic tradition. He is aware of figures such as Taliesin. He is aware of figures such as Marvin. And he is playing with them. And he's definitely creating a new story, but he's also drawing on these very old materials also. So that's why I often say that he is redreaming this mythology or recreating this mythology. And he's using the materials that he has inherited as a practicing Welsh bard, as a very skilled practicing Welsh bard. Now, it is a Christian philosophy that he's creating, but there's a fair amount of paganism in there too. It fits in quite well with the intellectual life of an independent Welsh literary culture. So we've got a lot of um, grassroots education going on in Wales at the time. Many of the people such as Yola Marganog are largely self-taught. They are very often from poor or working class backgrounds. There is a Welsh middle class who are involved also, who have been studying in universities in England or what have you, and have an education through the church and, and so on and so on. And, you know, Wales is, is sort of ripe for this type of cultural explosion at this time. There's a lot of intellectual fervour. And, it, you know, Yolo Morganog harnesses a lot of that energy and transforms it into 
this essentially uh, new Christian priesthood that he calls the Welsh Gorsedd. So one of the the more famous gigs or events that Yolo Morgano puts together is, of course, in London, where he holds this conference, if you like, this great ceremony where he um, he instigates the Gorsedd of the Welsh Bards, the honoured throne of the Welsh Bards. This organisation made up of druids, modern druids, which essentially take on the ceremonial role in Welsh culture. And they uh, they facilitate the ceremonies of the National Eisteddfod, the great cultural festival of Wales. The Eisteddfod, of course, is a traditional feature of Welsh culture going back way before Yolo Morganog, where bards compete and musicians compete. It's essentially a competition of the arts. And Yolo Morganog institutes this uh, this new priestly class of modern druids to facilitate the ceremonies of that Stedvard. And it goes on to this day, and it's amazing, yeah? That ceremonial structure is pretty much all dreamed up by Yala. He could be drawing on some traditional sources that are now obscured to us because he's rewritten them in his own fashion. He might be borrowing on other spiritual traditions, such as the Masonic tradition, various other mystical traditions in Christianity. He certainly has the four directions in there, which is not a standard piece of Christian technology, let's say. And he's got various other effects that bear resemblance to hermetic or mystical traditions of Europe. But he's essentially putting this all together how he wants it to be. And my feeling is he's creating the tradition that he really wants for himself. I think that's what he's really trying to do. So it's a fabrication. It is a forgery. But I think that we've got to be a bit careful here. And this is where the nuance comes in. The Welsh nation at this time was poor, generally speaking. It was downtrodden. It was an oppressed nation. Welsh people were second-class citizens in their own country. They had far fewer rights than English folk. They were downtrodden. They weren't doing well. And Yolo Morganog turns up with a new mythology for them to believe in. He gives them this whole uh, ceremonial structure within which to celebrate themselves, to honour themselves, to sanctify their arts, yeah? to make sacred those things that were traditional to the Welsh nation. And we're still doing these ceremonies today. It's still going on now. Yeah, it's still happening. This is a mythology that has lasted to this day, a ceremonial practice which goes on and is still uh, used at the highest, uh, in the highest echelons of Welsh culture. Uh, this is the peak of Welsh culture today, to be celebrated in this way, uh, in one of Yolo Morganog's ceremonies. To be chaired in the Welsh National Eisteddfod is the highest honour you can receive as a Welsh person, which is why so many people compete for it. Now, for sure, Wales would be a very different place without Yolo Morganog. If he had not created these forgeries, we would have a very different type of Welsh National Eisteddfod. The Eisteddfod would still be there, but that pomp and pageantry and ceremony and that sanctifying of the Welsh arts wouldn't be part of the conversation. So I think we've got to be careful here. Yolomor Ganug did not put himself in service of the historical facts. 
He twisted the historical facts to serve him. Historical accuracy is clearly important and it's something that we should treasure and safeguard. But so is the imaginative, spiritual and mythical life of a nation. That is also just as important. Because without the healthy, imaginative, mythic life of a nation, historical facts are meaningless. They're useless. They're just words in books, yeah? They don't mean anything unless there is a cultural context within which they operate. Of course we should build our mythologies on forgeries if we need to. If it works, why not? If we are in a situation where we need to facilitate the myth-making of the community, where we need to have ceremonies to sanctify the arts, to celebrate ourselves, to make ourselves whole in that way, to heal ourselves in many ways, then of course we need figures like Yola Morganug. And as far as I'm concerned, they can do what they want. There's plenty of people out there who will safeguard the historical facts. There's plenty of people doing that at the minute. The historical facts are not in danger of being overlooked. But the spiritual life of a nation is a very precious and fragile thing that needs to be taken care of. And if it takes a mad, crazy genius like Yola Morganug to redream that mythology for us, to make it viable again, then so be it. I stand with Yola Morganug any day, even though he was a, a forger, even though he lied through his teeth, even though he left his sticky fingers all over the Welsh tradition, as the great Sir John Morris Jones put it once. I don't think that matters. In retrospect, we can see that he gave us an incredibly powerful mythology that really has served the Welsh nation very, very well uh, for hundreds of years now, and may it long continue. <laughs>